Hey guys, this is Dirk from Chop Sports, and I want to talk to you about a new hobby of mine, and that's real estate. Ever since we brought on our resident realtor here at Chop Sports, that's all I can think about. So we got another one. You know who's really good at this stuff? Jay Devlin of CRG Homes. Jay is out of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and business is booming. Whether you're looking to relocate, buy, rent, or literally purchase property and watch your stacks get higher, Jay is the guy to do this for you. He's already in the process of helping me out right now on a possible summer home. Call Jay right now, 843-315-5913, and have yourself a chat and learn about all the perks and tell them Chop Sports sent you. Yeah. Yeah. How are you, everybody? Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another Pretender to Contender. I'm your host. I think you know my name by now. It's Joe Matarese. Welcome to another episode. Boy, you're in for some new stuff today. I'm going back to my roots. Back to my roots. Whoa. No video. Straight podcast. Straight audio. And no guest. That's right. No guest. Figured I'd share a lot about my life on this week's Pretender to Contender. Without a guest. Uh, I think I think that's what you guys been wanting to hear it sounds like it sounds like a lot of people from the polls that i see on my group on facebook if you haven't joined that group go over to facebook there's a pretender to contender group and and join we got a lot of members over there of course some are trolls some are regular it's just the way it works with with my career at this point but uh, it's a fun little hang. It's a fun little hang. Go go join the Facebook group. And you will see, you will see that uh, someone put a post up there where they showed all the podcasts that I've done over the years. And they voted. And it seemed like it was unanimous that everybody liked Fixing Joe the best. The people that have been following me over the 8,000 podcasts that I've done. But I'm sticking with this one. You start to realize that these podcasts, they can slightly alter and then the uh, the title can stay the same. You know, you don't need to, to change everything, change the feed. No, you, you, you pick a title for your podcast and you talk about what you want to talk about every week. That's what podcasts are. It's what the host wants the show to be. Not that I ever want to go back to fixing Joe, but I got to tell you, it's a lot easier to be vulnerable, to, to get my true honesty out when I'm not looking at myself on a video uh, on the screen of my computer, you know. Maybe if I had a, a team of people that were uh, shooting the podcast, it would be different. But, you know, most podcasters, we have to do everything via Zoom. You're looking at yourself on a screen. And there's a disconnect. As 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 you noticed, there's a disconnect. Um, and 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 that's been a complaint also with uh with people out there that would hate on me on the internet. It seemed like most of the hate was connected to when I was just filming myself, uh, doing things in my life. 
That's when I was getting the most shit. So it would explain why maybe a guy like me has the most trouble being honest and vulnerable in a podcast when when the camera's in his face. I don't know. There's just something about it. I like I like the audio format. I, I always like that. Because then you're listening in your car or you're listening at the gym or you're laying on the beach and you're listening to the podcast. Wherever you choose to listen to it and you're kind of going into your own world and you're kind of creating those images of what I what I'm talking about in your mind. It's 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 closer to stand up comedy, which is weird because you would think filming yourself to a podcast would be just like stand up comedy, but it's not. Um, I guess the connection to stand up comedy, I would say, as my wife used to say this, like I remember her watching one of my. Um, one of my stand-up specials, maybe not even one of my stand-up specials. I think it was before that. It was like my, I think it was my Comedy Central Presents, the 30-minute special I did on Comedy Central in like 2007. And I was really happy with it. And she was like, eh, it's good. She, she gave me one of those. And I was like, what, 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 what do you mean? Eh, it's good. What, what, what does that mean? What does that mean? And what I realized, what it meant was, it's good, but it's not as good when I come and see you live and you're in the moment and you're you're doing your act, but you're you're kind of really, really comfortable and you're really fucking around and maybe ad libbing things around your act and, and, and bringing up new bits that you have ideas for and you're just talking to the audience at times and you come up with funny stuff off of the people as it's happening in the moment. And I said to her, well, you know, when the cameras are all on, when you're doing a comedy special or when you're doing Letterman or like these things that I've done, uh, America's Got Talent, Ferguson's, any, anything you're doing when there's cameras rolling as a stand-up comedian, there's a hair of this going on in the back of your mind, which is don't fuck this up because there's no cut. There's no retake. There's no like, oh, I said that wrong. Can we start it over again? You can't do that, really. They're filming. You have a five-minute set. If you go back in time and you can watch some of my TV performances specifically I could tell you the two um there's a letterman one I think it was the first letterman I got stuck on a word that's all it takes for jokes not to work by the way is like a, and then you say it instead of just saying it it's the same with um with acting you know I mean uh, I guess in acting you could you know, they yell cut and you fix it and you and you splice it all together and it all works. So I don't know why <laughs> why I just said acting. Um, but it's truly the best when you just nail it smoothly. So when that Comedy Central half hour came out and it was good versus not good, it wasn't like a 10, it was like an eight and a half, I was happy with it. And I explained to her... That if it comes out good when the cameras are all there, that's a win for me. And that, I, I mean, they used to say this about Dave Attell. 
that you had to go see him live. Like when he was in his heyday and everybody loved to tell, they would say, you got you to gotta see him at one of the clubs in New York City where he's a tell. You know, he's like, he's got new material every time he comes in. He's always workshopping bits and over and over again. And he fucks up and then he ad libs and then he says really inappropriate things and he just goes for it and then when you see him on tv it's kind of it's kind of perfect and it, and it loses something and i've s- seen a lot of comedians over my years that i'm like why aren't they doing at the club in their comedy special or why aren't they doing in their comedy special what they do in the club which is like completely fuck around like todd glass is one of my God, f- if you ever get a chance to see that guy live there's no one funnier. His whole set is a complete fuck around. He has he has a band there, and he's fucking around with the band, too. He's having fun. I mean, he's got his act, but it's a complete fuck around, which, I, you know, I did that one special. that was It was originally titled Joe Just Fucking Around, and then it got altered. But I wanted to... Uh, I love that feeling of when I have my act, but it's like it's on shuffle and it's like, you know, it's it's not in the exact order and I have I have fun with it. So I already can tell right now with the camera not on me and me just talking into this mic with no video of myself looking back at me that I feel more like myself. I don't know if you can notice the difference. But I noticed the difference. So um, I'm trying to figure out a way to give something to the Patreon people. Because the Patreon people are paying to see me. Right? They're paying to look at me. And I'm thinking I'm going to add a piece of the podcast that will be visual. And it will be audio also. Which is I'm going to leave the voicemail number up there. As you've seen. Like... um, I used to do let you know let people call in and then I can uh, talk back to the voicemails. So I'm gonna videotape myself playing those, and maybe at some point they can put themselves on video and send them to me, which I would be totally fine with. If you wanted to uh, send me, the email is easy. It's joeyspod at gmail dot com. So if I bring up subjects or you just want to say something to me on video. Send it to joeyspod at gmail.com, and I will cut it into the video portion. I will film myself answering you guys. So that's what you're going to get on the video. And when I do have an interview, I will interview uh, on on Zoom, and you will get the video to that, everybody. That's patreon.com forward slash pretender to contender. I also want to throw out the gigs are coming in, man. I got, I, 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 I'm getting gigs. Thank fucking God. Because I secretly hate fucking construction. <laughs> don't tell my boss. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't hate it. I mean, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I don't mind going into doing it. But holy shit, is it hard to keep up with my stand-up and and write and and talk to uh people that book me and uh organize the podcast and all that stuff with the chop sports network and everything else that comes with uh 
a comedian's career. It's like so hard to do when you're, uh, you know, when you got a drill in your hand and you're make you're building decks, which was like it seemed like most of our jobs were were these decks. So the live gigs are coming in. Come on out, guys. Uh, I have one June 26th at the Adventure Farm in Shemung, New Jersey, which is this huge farm, so we can uh, pack it, you know. It's outside, and I'm loving these outdoor shows lately. They're fun. We're having a live band at this one, which would be really fun, and I have two South Jersey comedians open for me. Uh, One is uh, Dan Callahan, and the other one is this guy, Brendan, and I forget his last name. They're both from South Jersey, Fucking really funny dudes, and we're trying to do uh, my Remember When show all over the South Jersey Philly area with those two guys. And uh, it's really fun, man. We're building it. So June 26th, Adventure Farm. Then uh, July 18th, I'll be in South Jersey at the Harbor Theater in Stone Harbor, New Jersey. And then July 23rd, I'll be in, I guess it's Central Northish Jersey, uh, at the Brook Theater in Baum Brook, New Jersey. So any of those, you want tickets, JoeMatterese.com has my, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, has my tour on it. So go buy tickets. And for those uh, voicemails, if you want to leave them in on, uh, on subject for these podcasts, as I'm going to talk to some voicemails today, is 951-298-9889. Nine. So uh, let's try this. Let's try this. Let's see if we can uh, if we can just go to a commercial. That'll be fun, right? You want to like l- let's let's just kind of like go away and come back, just like like it's a radio show. Can we do that? Can we do that? I think this is a perfect song. Uh, we'll be uh, we'll be right back, everybody. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed since you hung around, but those dreams have remained and they've turned around. Okay, yeah, we are back, everybody. We are back, everybody. So we got a lot of uh, stuff to talk about. Uh, in my life here that's going on. Um, first of all, uh, I stopped taking Adderall. Um, <laughs> can you hear that in my pause? I stopped taking Adderall unless I'm doing total busy work. If I'm doing construction, if I'm building shit during the day, if I have some sort of task like that, or I'm writing or reading or watching a movie, uh, or uh, let's think what else, Um, watching a TV show that might be important for my job, I really have to comprehend, I I take Adderall. But on those days where that isn't happening, like today, which today is a Sunday as I'm recording, with the new central air, can you, hopefully you can't hear it, it's fucking best money I ever spent, any of you guys remember my old podcast? where uh, I used to just talk about not having central air because I had like 30 casement windows in my house 
and they're, they're those crank out kind and you couldn't put window air conditioners in. So I had those big ones with the wheels with the big tube and I had to have these things built for the window so it would stick into the window. They were so loud you couldn't watch TV. The It didn't really cool the house down and we only had three of them in, in our house and it just was a fucking nightmare. It was a nightmare every year. It was like I would get depressed when summer would come around. So... Central air, I got a vent right above me right now, very close to the microphone. So if you hear any sort of hum, it's the best I can do, man. And I have a feeling that only I can really hear it and only you can hear it if you're listening in in Air, <laughs> AirPods or earphones or whatever. If you're listening to my podcast over speakers or in your car or out of your computer speakers, just in your room, you know, you're not, you're, you're probably not going to be able to hear that. So... If, if you are, it'll be constant, it's low, it's right above my head, and the reason you can hear it coming out of this vent in my office where I'm doing the podcast is one of the, um, one of the uni- units is in the attic, which is right behind the door where I am, and the other uh, unit is in the basement. Highly recommend getting the two-zone if you got a three-story house, I would have been fucking fucked if we had one zone because I'd have to make everybody on the first floor of my house freezing their ass off for me to be just even close to comfortable up here in my office. This this office is basically, uh, this whole house was kind of, uh, they finished the attic and they just left a little bit, a little bit of attic behind a door. But other than that, it's uh, it's two rooms. It even has a bathroom up here, which is awesome. So that's where I am to give you a little uh, imagination of what I'm doing right now. Like I said, vent above my head. So, so uh, I stopped. I stopped taking the Adderall. It's only been a couple days, but uh, holy shit, am I forgetting a lot? My wife's like, I'm going to kill you. Can you. Are you going to stay off of this? I'm like, yeah, she, she's not enjoying it because I'm just, there's a lot of like, what? What did you say? <laughs> there's a lot of that because there's no comprehension. There's a lot of like, if I got to bring a lot of shit, like it's been 90 degrees here. So we went to the beach yesterday and I think we're going to go again today. Uh, there's a, anyone with kids knows how much shit do you got to bring to the beach when you got kids? And and how do you got to rem- and how you can remember it all the chairs the table, the uh, the little speaker you know everybody's got the Bluetooth speaker you need the b- speaker on the beach, uh, Jesus you know a uh, couple uh, you know balls whatever you want to do I mean granted I don't want to sound like I'm some rich prick or something because I'm not because we joined this beach club last year and. Uh, it's in New Rochelle. It's right on the water, and and we have a locker so we can keep all of our shit there. So there's a beach and there's a pool. They got bocce, they got a volleyball, they got a tennis tennis courts. Um, I have a kayak down there that is like a death pull across the sand to try to get it in there. We joined this place because our we thought our kids would love it. I don't know if anybody else goes through this. You join shit. You spend the money, you suck it up. Because if you got little kids and you get to join one of these places and they have a friend there, it gives you time to kind of relax with your wife. You can sit on a chair. You could, uh, 
You could read a book. Holy shit, you could read a book. You could listen to my podcast. You could listen to somebody else's podcast, which I did yesterday. I was listening. Who was I listening to? Uh, It was a good one, and I can't believe I can't remember who it was. I know who it was. I was listening to WTF. He was interviewing. um, Only I would promote other podcasts on my podcast. Uh, William Zabka. Billy Zabka. Remember that guy? Guy from Karate Kid. The uh, the the rival of Danny LaRusso, um, Cobra Kai star. He was on, and I was listening to that. It was a, I only listened to about uh, twenty minutes of it. You know, we didn't have our kids with us because we were running into. It. They don't want to go. Do you, anyone have this? You join things, you do things for your kids, and then they don't want to do it. It's the worst. It feels like the worst money spent. But my wife. Uh, my wife and I are dealing with uh, just, let's just go for us. We fucking love it. Took My wife and I went out on the kayak yesterday. We're just paddling around, relaxing. We came back in. Uh, you know, our kids are starting to be at that age where, you know, my daughter will have a friend and she'll just go there or she'll go to a sleepover. She's nine. My 13-year-old, he can do whatever he wants. Like, he's like going to parties basically <laughs> 13 they ride their bikes everywhere they go and uh, hang and if they happen to both be home he can watch my daughter if my wife and I want to you know go somewhere we usually keep that locally all right so uh the Adderall is done is done except like I said I'm testing it we'll see let's be honest if my wife Gets to the point where she's like, I can't fucking stand you. I can't take you. Not knowing anything. Being so off that I got to repeat everything that I'm saying to you. You're forgetting everything and leaving stuff behind. There is a lot of that. There's probably an adjustment period of going off it. I probably have to be off it for, you know, because that's probably like three or four days a week where I don't need to be super in tune You know, if I'm writing, I need to be in tune and, you know, who knows? Maybe these podcasts, I'll decide I need to be on. I know when I go on somebody else's podcast, I like to be on Adderall, especially if there's more than one person there. There's a lot of people talking. So uh, let's go to commercial. We'll be uh, we'll be right back with more (laughs) pretender to contender. All right, guys. We will uh, we will be right back. We will be right back. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Okay, we are back. We are back, everybody. This is fun. <laughs> this is fun. This is a complete fuck around. This is fun. Uh, this one's for. Uh, just Ron Poliquin. Super fan Ron Poliquin. Here you go. It's for you. Oh, come on. Put that down. Your dinner. It's getting cold. What is this crap? It's Salisbury steak. I hate it. You do not hate it. You had it last week and you loved it. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, this this is a clip from uh, Kramer versus Kramer. It's Dustin Hoffman with his young son dealing with him, and I think it has a lot to do with this first subject that I want to talk about, which is what was going on with my son. Um, 
connected to computer games and the iPhone. If you guys out there, any of you are listening with kids, you can relate. And we had a moment where I looked at him, he looked at me, my wife and I, we were having like an intervention with him. And as it's happening, I'm staring at his double computer screen with this big computer that we bought him that was for gaming. It's lit, the, the whole room's lit up blue and purple. And I'm just looking at it. I don't know if you've had any of these moments where you realize that computer is the exact thing that is causing this situation. You had one of those? And I just started taking it apart and took it away. Took it away. We had this complete intervention with him. My wife's in tears. I'm in tears. We're all in tears. But you're happy you're in tears? Have you had that? You're happy you're in tears because at least your son and you, everybody's got an emotion that that video game shit numbs out kids' brains and there is no emotion. And then when you see them pissed off or crying, it's a fucking win. This is how bad it is. My son was struggling in all his traveling baseball this summer. You know, not getting along with this one coach. This whole thing went down. And he stopped playing baseball. He's not playing for the summer. Says that he might try out for freshman high school football. Now, my wife works on the brain for a living. She was anti-football his whole life. These video games have gotten so bad that she's like, go for it. (laughs) That's how bad it's got. She's like... I bet if they played football with the leather helmets, she'd still say yes compared to him being on that video game system and numbing out and having that headset on and talking to his friends. These kids don't even call each other on the phone. He literally says to me as we're taking the video game system away, what am I going to like what am I going to do? Like he couldn't think of what to do. It reminded me of when I grew up and my dad would say Read a book. That's what he would say. Read a book. I would go, like, I didn't know what to do. It's ridiculous. You don't know what to do. You know how much shit there is to do? It's unbelievable that they think there's nothing to do. So we just started taking it away. And I used emotion, and I highly recommend this to any other dads out there. I got emotional. I did. I'm a little emotional now just bringing it up. But I said, I'm I'm I miss you. It just came out. I miss you. I wasn't hanging with my son anymore. He never wanted to do anything. He was silent in the car when I would drive him to school. You know, these fucking this fuck it, it, it's heroin. It is heroin because they can't get off it. That's the problem. We had a we had a fucking uh, goodwill hunting moment where we're like, it's not your fault. Because it really isn't their fault. Can you imagine if that existed when when we were younger and we were growing up? We would be on it too. I get it. Looks fucking amazing. It's it's great to do when you're bored, but it's not good for you. It it's not going to make you a successful person in your in your later you know as you get older. It's going to make you unsuccessful. Get the if you could be the kid who isn't on it and everybody else is on it. You're probably going to kick their ass 
socially, uh, in everything. If you're not the kid, you know, maybe if you go into some sort of crazy computer connected uh, career where like you're building video games for a living or you're creating them, you're maybe then playing these things is is a good move. But how many kids are going into that field? No, they're just doing it. So I, we fucking took it away. And this 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 scene just kind of it just kind of reminds me of it, Ron. This does not change when your kids get older. When you, I can remember those exact moments raising my kids, going, "Oh my god!" I used to have a bit about this. How you're just doing math. When he's ten, it'll be so much easier. And then he's ten, and it's still hard. And you're like, "When he's twelve, this is going to be so much easier." And you're like, "Holy shit, it's still hard." Now my son's thirteen, and you're going, "All right." Well, when he's eighteen, he'll start wanting to hang with me again. It'll come back around. And no, no, unless you put in the work of being a parent it's not going to change unless you be stri- stricter probably than you normally are cuz you want to get your work done that's the reason we let our kids play these video games because when they do we can go in the other room and we can get our work done that's another reason why this social distancing and covid was a nightmare if you had kids because they were home they were they were they could grab the computer games too easily they're right there they could pretend they're in class and they're not in class that's why it's going to help so much that they're in class and these private schools must be kicking ass my son's going to private high school next year that that, I'm, i'm guessing there's a lot of parents that are thinking you know what what if some other you know pandemic goes down and they go back to social distancing and masks and no school and and uh you know virtual learning and we don't want that so they're putting their kids in private school i mean that's not the reason we put our son in a private high school there was way more reasons for it which i won't get into great detail as you guys want to hear details about my life i have to pick and choose which details i can say about my life i'm not going to be one of those comedians that throws his whole family under the bus on his podcast to have a good podcast. I can't do that. I have to respect their privacy. I can't give you too many details. But I know that what I learned this week and what I did when I took those videos games away and I watched Yankee games with my son and I noticed him coming back around and his and his mood being more present and it was like fucking night and day. It was like literally 20 minutes after we took him away, it seemed like things were improving. And and you have to be strict. And it's even the same with a, with a pet. When you have a pet, if you just go the lazy route, your dog is never going to be, you know. And, and I think I did that with our King Charles 
Cavalier Spaniel. He still takes off. He will take off, and I will yell his name, and he will not come back, and I have to chase him down. You know, he's been that way since he was a pup when we got him. Never trained him, you know, uh, correctly. Went the lazy route. He's terrible to give a walk to. He doesn't heal at all, as they call it. Healing, there's a way you need to teach your dog to be so you could walk him and he doesn't yank yank you on the leash. And we kind of went the lazy route on that too. We never really went out of our way to train him. So he's a fuck he's awful to walk. <laughs> it sucks. All right. I think when I got emotional with my son, it worked. So and I remember my therapist saying that a lot when I used to go, which since I've really gotten honest with you guys, I don't even know if I've said that, but my, my therapist told me I didn't need to go to therapy anymore. He's like, you're doing so good. Let's just do this as needed. You don't need me anymore, which was hard because the guy changed my life. Uh, I went to him for over, geez, I went 15 years. <laughs> it's a pretty long time. And I got, I got released. I graduated therapy. And he used to teach me how to ask for things from my emotional side more than my angry. If you get angry, it never works. If I would have screamed at my son for you know not doing his schoolwork and being on his computer all the time, it would not work. But it worked when I said, I miss you. And, and I meant it. And he got emotional and I got emotional and he hugged me and we, we had that father and son moment and he said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he meant it and I can tell he meant it and he was emotional about it. And that's what works and it doesn't work to get fucking pissed. It's the same as probably yelling at your dog. No, 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 no. I yell at my dog sometimes when he, when he takes off and then I got to go find him and then I get him back I, and I go, you should not have done that. No, you are no. You are no. I mean, emotional. <laughs> I couldn't get emotional with a dog. <laughs> it wouldn't work. <laughs> but it will work with a parent or a, a wife or a girlfriend or uh, or your kids. It does. And it, it, it worked immediately. Taking those, take those fucking video games away. They're killing them. You know what it made me think of? It made me connect it immediately because I had it happen recently where I couldn't find where I was going because my phone was dead. And it was a place that I've gone to before because I'm so used to using the nav. I use the nav. I use that Waze app everywhere I go. And now I don't know how to drive anywhere. And that's what these computers are doing, I think, to kids. They, they use it for everything. So now they can't use their mind. They don't even know how to call each other on the phone and talk and like gossip like we used to do. Who likes who? Like you're 13. It, there should be like, I think it makes them like girls later or, or you know, whatever they like. Boys, girls, girls, boys, whatever. I think it, it like push. I think it pushes puberty back and makes them not even think about that because they're just their brain is fried. All right. What else? What else do we want to talk about? I mean, let's just let's just change the let's change the tone. That one too. Let's change the tone here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that helps.
change it, get a little Jurgens laugh going. Uh, uh, the last subject I wanted to bring up. Anyone have friends that, um, well, no, I can't bring this up. <laughs> this will piss off a friend, so I can't say it. What if he listens to the podcast? Uh, I'll say it in a nice way. I'll say it in a loving way, like I just said, because we love these friends. Um, that they always invite you to their house, and they don't come to your house. Anyone have friends like that? Can anyone relate to this subject? It's always like, hey, come on over. And like, they don't even live close. It's like a 45 minute drive, and you're always driving there, and they never like come to your house. You know, anyone have friends like that? So, uh, I like was busting their balls, and then my, my, I wasn't mad about it. I said, like, come on, you know, we're, we're fucking six in a row times here that we came to your house. Like, what, my house stink. You know, it's like, come on, you can't come over here. Uh, but I was, you know, I love these friends and we, we love them. I just was curious if that was a subject that anybody uh, can relate to because I would love, I love to hear it. If you got any friends that just like always make you go to them and we're, let, let's go to the voicemails. Let's go to the voicemails. Let's see what we got. I want to talk to these people all about, uh, these subjects that uh, we're talking about here today. I want to hear what the uh, the listeners are feeling about this. So uh, we will be we'll be right back. We will be right back with the uh, with the callers. Everybody, we'll be right back. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed since you hung around. All right, guys, and we are back. We are back. There's a couple things I want to talk to you guys about really quickly before we get to these uh, these classic voicemails that people called in. If you want to call in again during the week, 951 298 nine nine and also uh big news this just in since i recorded the first half of the podcast and the next half i'm recording monday morning here is that the patreon is no longer i decided to retire patreon sorry people that were subscribing i hope you understand i hope you got the message that i sent you guys that i posted on patreon yesterday why i'm no longer doing it but uh, I like the audio version of the podcast. This podcast is just from now on uh, sponsor-funded and uh, commercial-funded. If you're interested in running some sort of ad on my podcast, contact Chris over there at Chop the Chop Sports Network. Okay? Chris at the spot. Uh, Chop Sports Network. They're easy to find. All over social media. You Google them. Their, uh, their website will come up if you ever want to just you know send me some money and you want to uh i don't know because that's basically what people were doing over there at patreon they're kind of uh they're back in what you do um my venmo if you ever want to send me something a dollar 50 cents i don't you know whatever if you're just feeling it like oh i really like that episode i'm gonna tip joe you could do that if you feel like it it's at 
the Joe Matteris. That's all you have to do. That's my Venmo. Okay, but uh, uh, yeah, we're just going audio only. It just seems uh, I, I don't like the camera staring in my face. Uh, and uh, and and you know, there's a lot of work that goes into videoing a podcast. When I get to the level where I can have uh, a team of people filming me and I don't have to run everything, we'll do it. But I'm not there yet. Okay, everybody? So keep listening to the podcast wherever you listen to them. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. The pretender to contender is uh, is basically everywhere you can listen to podcasts. If you ever want to get to it and you're like, where the hell? It's easy to go to joematteries.com. And you can click on the the uh, the first thing you'll see when you go on my website is the little icon for the podcast, and you just click on that, and you'll get the full library for free, and you can listen to them all. Okay, there will still be uh, there'll still be guests on the podcast occasionally. They'll be mixed in with uh, episodes like today, where it's just me talking. It all fits pretender to contender, because that's you know that's what I am. I'm still trying to get to contender. I get close at times. I mean, I guess I, I guess, I don't know. Depends who you are. Depends what you do. If you consider me a contender or a pretender, you can. You can consider me either one. I, I don't mind. But before we get to the voicemails, uh, two things I wanted to talk about. One is a quick remember when. I think I'm going to add some remember whens to some of these podcasts. I was just thinking about this recently was emergency breakthroughs. Do you guys remember those? Do you remember when there, I don't know if that was like seventh, eighth grade when I grew up, there was a girl you liked, you couldn't get a hold of her, you'd make the emergency breakthrough. Because this was the sound that we couldn't stand back then. If you got this. Oh, shit was, was a fucking nightmare if you heard this. You're like, fuck. And you redial. You're like, fuck. What the fuck? Right? It was a nightmare. Then you called the operator and you made an emergency breakthrough. There's definitely a premise for my Remember When show there. What was the emergency? Was there ever an emergency when you were in seventh and eighth grade when I grew up? What was the emergency that, uh, you know, the Happy Days is a, is a two-parter tonight. He's trying to jump the shark. Uh, part two's on tonight. Don't miss it. Uh, he, they, they freeze the last episode while he was in the air. That was pretty classic back then is when uh, the shows would have uh, to be continued. You'd be like, oh, fuck. You were so into it. Then they, especially the Fonz, when he froze in the air on the jump the shark episode. Fuck. That'd be a fun one for you guys to share during the week here. If you can remember some other shows growing up that had the two-parter where they just stopped it and you were like, you had a huge cliffhanger and then they wrote to be continued on the screen. Call one of those in. I'll play some of yours. 951-298-9899. All right? Leave those messages. Oh, God. This was a fucking nightmare though, right? Oh, God. (laughs) you go into a major panic attack what did we do so uh yeah but the the other thing that i wanted to talk about here's just a little recommendation if you're stuck for a show to watch 
with your wife or girlfriend or husband or boyfriend or just, uh, I don't know. I think you should be over 18 if you watch this show. They're calling it risque. They're not calling it like very, uh, I don't know, uh, RX rated. It's, uh, it's got a ton of nudity in it, but it's excellent. It's one of the best shows, and it really hangs with you when you watch it. It's depressing at times. It's on Hulu. It's a, it's a miniseries. It's 12 episodes. It's called Normal People. Now, if you saw it already, you know you loved it, right? Normal People. Uh, it takes place in Ireland. It's about this couple that um, falls in love in high school, and then it goes through their relationship through college. They're both really bright. It's a very smart, well-done, super artsy, very creative uh, show, and it's one of the best things I've seen in a while. I was going to play you the trailer really quick. Normal People takes place uh, outside of outside of Dublin. I don't know how far outside of Dublin they are. The accent's pretty strong. Uh, you, ever, you ever have to do this where they're speaking English, but the accent's so strong that you, you still got to go subtitles? Like, I have to go subtitles. I don't know if that's my ADD or what, but when they got a strong accent, especially when it's like veering towards Scottish, like that that movie train spotting i had to go full subtitles i could not understand anything in, on that on that train spotting uh movie so this was similar i had a very strong accent here's the trailer check it out but i'm highly recommending it and uh howard stern recommended it and that's how i found out about it he raved about it on the show on his show a couple weeks ago and i was like oh, i got i got to watch this if he likes it probably i'll probably like it a- and i did so here it is. Here's the trailer to Normal People. We were together in first year of college. That was kind of a perfect time in my life, to be honest. It's kind of got bad, bad sound. It'd be awkward if something happened to us. No one would have to know. I didn't know your mom worked in the Sheridan's house. What's Marianne like in her natural habitat? I don't know. Don't see much of her. We give you a little pause here. The, give you a little quick backstory so you understand a little bit. Uh, she's an outcast. Nobody likes her in high school, even though she's very attractive. <laughs> They're just busting her balls nonstop, um, and she's really intelligent and quick-witted and just shits on everybody really hard, and I think that's why they don't really like her at the school. So uh, this kid, they're almost, it's it's amazing how more mature they are in European countries at 17 and 18 years old. They seem like they're 28, you know, very mature. Uh, They go out to pubs and drink while they're in high school, smoke cigarettes, all that kind of shit. And they just have, you know, they're, I don't know, seem a little deeper. Uh, I don't know if you can hear my dog snoring in the background, but let's get back to it. Uh. Yeah, he's secretly dating her. That's how the show starts. He doesn't want any of his friends to know, even though she's like the best-looking girl in the whole school. <laughs> it's kind of classic. Secretly. <laughs> like some kind of game. That's actually really hot. We don't want people going around town saying that Knacker is dating my sister. 
That's not what I want anymore. I feel nothing for you. Nothing. Why are you saying this? Her new boyfriend is more in line with her social class. Are you dating anyone problematic at the moment? I haven't had a midnight call from you in a while. It's so corrupt. I feel like it needs a, uh, needs a voiceover or something. Don't you say your feelings are involved? One girl. One boy. Obviously. Who is it obvious to? And a lot of nudity. Premiering on Hulu, Normal People. Recommended by podcaster Joe Matarese. Go see it. Pay for the free uh, one-month membership. Uh, there's another trailer coming on. Uh, pay for the one-month membership for free. And then if you uh, you like Hulu, stick with it. That's what I did. Don't 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 go with the one with the commercials. You, you ever you ever go cheap and get one of these pay per view networks and uh, or you know whatever you call them these streaming networks where you pay, but then they got like a cheaper version that has commercials. Once you've uh, once you've watched television with no commercials, like we've all been doing for years now with Netflix and. Uh, Amazon, Prime, and wherever you watch stuff, HBO, HBO Max, all these Showtime, you can't, you can't, you can't watch television with commercials now, it's like a fucking nightmare, it's like, it's similar uh, to getting that busy signal that I was playing, you know, like, trying to watch a commercial is is like this, fucking nightmare you're like oh no no i can't deal with that i can't i can't deal with commercials no so do the free one or do the free month but do the free more expensive month and then uh keep it if you like it i feel like i'm doing a hulu commercial right now i'm not i'm not but let's uh let's get let's get to those calls shall we should we get to those calls i'd like to let me pull them up. Let me pull up my calls as I uh, as I downloaded them all here. They're all pretty classic. Um, I'll start with a nice one because I got trolls that call me in, and I pick which troll calls I'll let go through. But this one's a nice one. First, we got uh, who always leaves great calls and great messages is Chris from Ashland, Mass. Let's go with uh, Actually see what Chris from Ashland, Mass had to say. This Nobel- what the fuck is playing in the background? Gotta do an edit now. Now I gotta do an edit. Edit, 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 edit. Hey Joe, Chris Mashland Mass. Your third topic struck a chord with me. Friends that always want you to come to their house for get togethers and rarely come to yours. This reminded me of my childhood, my mother and her sister, my well, let me stop this because I didn't tell you. Uh yeah, so I posted three subjects. One about the Adderall pulling back. And the other one about taking my son's video games away to help him in the long run. And the third was, people, do you have friends that always invite you to their house and they never come to your house? And they might live like an hour away. These friends live 45 minutes away. And as I said earlier, love these guys to death. I'm just busting their balls. I think, it, I think, it's, a, I think it's a subject we all uh, can relate to. All right. So let's see what Chris had to say. Didn't talk for 25 years because of this. 
you know, I think at the end of the day, you got to like, it's not really a competition as to, you know, if I come to your house, you got to come to my house type of thing. There may be some very valid reasons, and if it becomes like a chronic thing and it's really bugging on you and you're friends with these people, you know, when you're alone, just ask, hey, you know, just curious, you know, we invite you over all the time and you never come. Is there something about, you know, are you allergic to the dog? Is there something that, you know, is there any reason? Um, I think that if they didn't like you, that they probably wouldn't invite you over to your over to their house, you know, right? So at the end of the day, if you go to their house for a get-together, and you know you're going to have a good time and they're going to be with people you like, you go if it's something you want to do. Uh, I don't think you should stress too much about thinking about it. Life is way too short for that shit. And uh hope all is well. It's great to be coming out of the pandemic. And uh, I'll look at flash in the red light. I got to go. Thanks, everybody. Peace. So that was Christopher Mashalam, Bat Mass. Uh, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, <laughs> know that, that, that there's no um, there's no animosity towards these friends at all. We we have a great time every time we go to their house. Um, I was just I always bust his balls because he likes to say like uh, he has a pool. That's his thing. We have a pool, and I'm like, well, we have a beach club. You can we can bring you to the beach club. He's when's the fucking invite? And I'm like, well. First of all, back off, dude. The fucking uh, the beach club just opened uh, th- this week. Like this was the first weekend it was open. Uh, you're invite. We we're uh, we're definitely inviting you guys, especially now that COVID is uh, is pr- pretty much off here, and we're al- allowed to invite people, which is very confusing. By the way, I'm allowed to invite people to the club here. No one is wearing masks. I've been going to the club. All weekend, swimming, you know, took the kayak out, did all that shit. And when I go to the supermarket or if I go to CVS, every single person is wearing a mask. Like, I'm I'm to the point where I got to, like, Google it. And I, I'm confused. I'm like, do I have? And then they're saying they're going to wave the uh, mask for our kids. Our, our kids are going to be able to go to school soon with no masks. I'm like, can we just do masks or no mask? This like sometimes is is confusing as hell. Am I the only one feeling like this? I don't think so. 951-298-9899. Leave your messages about that throughout the week too. Are you are you have any places where you're like, what the fuck is it? Is it mask or not mask? What the hell? I, I don't mind wearing the mask if we're all doing it. But it's like I'm double vaccinated. I have the card in my wallet showing I'm vaccinated. I don't understand. Is it yes or no? It's sometimes what the hell? So uh, yeah, Chris. So that's what I was trying to say. Is it's uh, there's no animosity towards these guys, and I th- I think it's anxiety sometimes because my mom goes through this. I invited my mom and dad to come up this weekend. You know, we miss them. We haven't got to see them that much over the year. You know, we're like we're expecting we're expecting really nice weather. We're finally able to bring them to this club that we joined. We can go sit on the beach with mom and dad. We can relax. And uh, my dad's all in. And my mom, I, I think it's funny that I'm I'm 53 about to turn 54. And I'm just realizing that my mom has an anxiety problem similar to mine. But hers connects with travel. But yet she'll get on an airplane. That's where it gets confusing with my mom. It's like, uh, does anyone have a relative like this? It's specific travel, and it seems like it just it's just to visit me and my family. 
been my whole life. When I lived in New York before I was married, they never came up to visit in New York, but they would go to my brother's games in in uh, Virginia. <laughs> you know, like it was like crazy. Like my, my and and my dad used to laugh growing up because he would say that's funny because your mom feels the same way about her brother and her mom that her mom always favored uh, her brother. So like it's like what the hell, man? Why do you have anxiety to drive? to your older son's house but you'll do anything for your younger son and go wherever that is needed i i I, i'm confused by that one and i always will be but uh yeah i think there's some sort of anxiety with the with this group of friends like they're like uh you know they like to stay at their own house you know what i mean people like their own shit you know but well you know i don't know i don't know i don't know Come and visit us. That's all we're saying. We'll definitely throw the invitation out to them. So let's get to uh, let's go to the next call. Uh, this was a, this is just a quick one. This is pretty classic. Hey Joe, do you think that Mike Fredbar is funnier than Anthony Cumia? I love that he said Mike Fredbar. Do you think Mike Fredbar is funnier than Anthony Cumia? I'm going to answer that one uh, completely honestly. Um, and I haven't watched as much of Mike at Red Bar as I've seen Anthony Cumia as I live in New York. So there's so many things that Anthony Anthony participates in tons of things that stand-up comedians participate in, even though he's not really a stand-up comedian, yet he's funny enough to be a stand-up comedian, and he seems like a stand-up comedian. He's hilarious on the radio. And he holds his own when he's whenever he's on roasts or he uh, is doing a live podcast in front of an audience. The guy crushes. He's a funny dude. Um, I think he's I think he's funnier than uh, Mike at Red Bar. But Mike at Re- I mean, it, it's just I don't know if you would say Mike at Red Bar is trying to do a funny podcast. I mean, I guess he's it's funny because he's just shitting on all these other podcasters. Um. I'd like to see him uh, just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to say that. You'd have to put Mike Mike from Red Bar on stage, you know, and put, that'd be a fun pay-per-view. Mike against Anthony Cumia in a live situation. I think Anthony Cumia would probably uh, be way funnier. Mike would probably be able to hold his own a little. He, he seems like he's got chops. He seems, he's very savvy. On the radio, so I, I don't know how it would be, and how you would gauge that. And 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 another thing, if I was to truly answer that question, I've always said I don't think there's funnier. I just think there's funny. I never think this comedian's funnier than that comedian. I just think oh, they're both funny, and comedy is different. So they're two different guys. So, and they're obviously both funny. They have fans, and people like watching them and listening to them. So. Mm. I'm taking back my answer that I that I was saying this guy's funnier than the other. Uh, you know, I could say I would rather listen to Anthony Cumia being funny than Mike being funny. Um, Anthony Cumia really makes me laugh. And uh, I don't know if I could sit there. Like, I have to shut Mike from Red Bar off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where It's not my cup of tea. That's it. That's how we put it. All right, let's go to do uh, the next caller here. This one's pretty classic. 
Hello, Joe. Uh, my name is Monique. I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, I was calling to leave you a message by your podcast. I see um, you, you're not taking Adderall no more. I say you should just switch to crack. It's cheaper and it's basically the same thing. And um, about your son, you should probably give him away. Maybe you could give him your Adderall and he could study more. All right. Uh, imagination sandwich. I love you. <laughs> Yo. That's the funniest thing ever was the last line. Imagination sandwich. Monique. Monique. Uh, uh, that was classic. Um, I'll answer all these questions like seriously, like, like they're serious questions. Um, crack cheaper than Adderall, which is untrue because I take Adderall, uh, prescribed by a doctor and I have, uh, I have insurance that pays for my medication. So I have a copay. So I, you know, I get a month's worth for like, uh, I don't know, 15 or 20 bucks. So I'm pretty sure you couldn't get that much crack for 20 bucks. <laughs> uh, and what did he say? I should, my son, give him my Adderall and that'll help him, um, you know, have more focus and not need to get his video games taken away. My son takes um, a, non, uh, a non-stimulant form of ADD medication that he's just trying now. He was taking regular stimulants before. And he didn't like him, and he's always thought it affected his mood, which uh, I can agree with because that's one of the reasons I'm going off is it's affecting my mood. I, don't, I can't just be. I can't just chill when I'm not on Adderall. When I'm on Adderall, I'm like, all right, let's get fucking. I'm getting. I get. Anyone relate to this where you're getting too much work done that you're no fun anymore? Like my wife's like, I think I just watched you landscape with. <laughs> When it was dark, <laughs> I'm like, it's literally dark outside and I'm like fixing like a, a, the fucking mulch. <laughs> like that's, that's too much work. So, and this is an experiment because I was off it all weekend and my wife's like, I don't like you off Adderall either because you're forgetting everything. You're, you're not, you're not completely, you know, nailing all your tasks. I could barely drive a car when I'm not on Adderall. I'm a I'm a terrible driver off Adderall. Very unfocused. I I, I got in so many car accidents when I was younger. When I was a non-medicated guy. Holy shit. I had I got my license suspended. I think I had 30 points at one time. I got speeding tickets all the time when I was young. I was always accidentally going too fast. Fucking smashing all my cars all my every car i had got smashed terrible terrible so that's the uh the weighing here of adderall and non-adderall is like oh okay yeah now i'm i'm relaxed <laughs> but i suck i just forgot everything i lose my airpods like four thousand times in a day it's a mess it's a mess all right this is our last caller. This is our last caller, everybody. We're going to end on this one. Yo, what up? It's Kevin in Florida. I uh, saw your post um, via the BBG. Just want to say, bro, stop at Adderall a few days a week. Come on, man. Real quick, what is the BBG? Via the BBG. Let me think here. 
BBG. That's not Insta. Is that Instagram? BBG? Maybe that's what they call it. I don't know. All right. Man, it's mess. You don't need to worry about that shit. You're a fucking grown man. Get off it. Uh, All right. Let's um, go back. He has a BBG. Just want to say, bro, stop an Adderall a few days a week. Come on, man. It's mess. You don't need to worry about that shit. You're a fucking grown man. Get off it. That's hilarious what he just said there. First of all, he sounds like he's on drugs. And two, it's meth. You're a grown man. Just get off of it. It, it is meth. <laughs> it's an amphetamine, Adderall. Methamphetamine. Uh, and how many people are addicted to meth? I know people that lost like their whole lives like they couldn't get off of it like they ruined their whole families their teeth fell out of their mouth from being addicted to meth and i'm sure hey you're a grown man i don't think that works in uh in the 12 step program is that one of the steps step 11 hey you're a grown man get the okay let's go back to Kevin from Florida. Uh, taking your son's video games away. Bro, until you can like get off social media and stop videotaping yourself longer than 30 days, then you don't have any right to be taking your kid's video games away. He's addicted. Let's talk. All right. It's funny that he said that, too, because I'm thinking I agree with that, that point because that's something I realized in the past. I don't know. When I saw uh, Porcelain's last documentary, I was like, okay. I got to stop videotaping myself, which I think I'm including the Patreon video version of my podcast. I'm stop doing I'm stop stop doing that on top of videotaping myself doing shit. If you've noticed, there hasn't been any videos of me videotaping myself. So maybe I have made it 30 days. Take let's do a check on that. Check on it, Kevin from Florida, and call me back next week 951-298-9899. Tell me if I uh, if I've made it thirty days. I think I have, but I'm not exactly sure. Go check. Talk about addiction, bro. Your topic one is how do I get off meth? All right, fine. Adderall is not meth. I've taken Adderall in the past. I'm not sitting here trying to act like you're some meth. Are you someone? All right, let's stop him there. He says he's taken Adderall in the past, but he's not saying he has ADD. So if you've taken Adderall in the past and you don't have ADD, you're misusing the drug. I'm not. I've been diagnosed with ADD from multiple people. If you ask my wife, she would fucking confirm that shit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm not sure what you're saying there. <laughs> You you were misusing it if you were just taking it. I never, never in my life, even before I was diagnosed with ADD, did I just say, hey, let me try. I'm going to try some Adderall. Does anybody have any that I can try? I had never tried it till after a doctor put me through a battery of tests and prescribed it. And then I went to the pharmacist and had the medicine uh, prescription filled, then I took it. That was the first time. Have some shit together, I guess. But, uh, come on, man. You can't take your kids' video games away if you're not even going to take their own Adderall away. You don't know how. 
And then what do you have to say? Man, I got to stop. This guy's one of those. I got to stop him every fucking time. That, that's what you have to do, like these troll-type calls. But they're fun. They're fun to have on the show. So, you know, keep keep calling in. I'm not, <laughs> not saying they're not fun. But uh, let, let's go back to what he just said there. I'm going to play that last part again. I don't know how. And then what do you have to say? Friends that always want you to come to their house for get-togethers. Oh, 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 no, no, no. He said, let's go back. I didn't go back far enough. Your own Adderall away. I don't know how. And then you're going to take your own Adderall, man. You can't take your kids' video games away if you're not even going to take their own Adderall away. I don't know how. Okay, there's where it stopped. People, I don't know when I when I post a subject, there's not. It's it's talking about Adderall and me taking it away. There's nowhere where I was saying I don't know how to take it away. If you read what I posted, I took it away. I'm not saying I don't know how to take it away or should I take it away. There's no questions anymore. You're going 12 podcasts ago. <laughs> you're going back to fixing Joe. No, I'm saying I took it away. I did it to myself. I took the Adderall away, and I'm seeing what's going to happen. Okay? Okay. And then what do you have to say? Friends that always want you to come to their house for get-togethers and really come to yours? Bro, who the fuck wants anybody over it? Do you really want people coming to your house? Really? You got to clean... You got to make food for people. Who gives a fuck? If you go to somebody else's house, you're in, you're out, you go back home, you're in your fucking bed, shoes off, laying out, TV, remote in hand. Seriously, bro. Come to my house. Come over. Don't be that guy. Come over. Come over. All right. Uh, I hope this made some sense. But if it doesn't, just keep doing your thing. People out there are enjoying it. Later. See? See there, Kevin from Florida? His last point was great. That one was great, and it was funny. And then he said a nice thing at the end, which is people are liking it. People are liking it. Keep doing your thing. Thank you, Kevin. And that, like I said, that's what those other points were. They were me doing my thing, taking the Adderall away. That was me doing my thing. Uh but uh, I really like that point you made there at the end, um, which is why would you want to go to somebody's house when they're, uh, you know, you're going to go there and they have to clean up after you <laughs> after you leave. Like, that, that, that's a fucking great point, you know. Why would you want them to come to your house when uh, they, you have to clean up after them when they come to your house? I think the only part I was bitching about is this is a 45-minute drive over a bridge that we're going to here. It's not uh it's not it's not a 10-minute, you know, drive or or like, you know, some of these friends that live near us. We have a lot of couple friends that our kids are friends and we're friends and you drive across the street or you can and you or you could walk to their house. I don't give a shit. It's it's the commute. I I should have said that in when I stated the subject. When you got a 45-minute commute and you got to go over a bridge to get there, and it's on a Sunday when if you come back, it could take an hour and 20 because you're going to hit traffic in the summertime when you're coming back from where I would be going over a bridge. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that, that, that's, the, that's the point we're trying to get out of here. Okay? Okay? Jesus. 
Hey, we got another call here that I uh, just came in as we are as we were recording here. Uh, looks like Matthew from Philly called. Let's hear what he's got to say, Matthew. Hey, Joe. Uh, good morning, Matt from outside Philadelphia, calling regarding some of the questions you posted today. Um, primarily, number one and number two. Uh, I'm sorry, number two being first taking your son's video away. And, um, yeah, I totally appreciate that. Like, it depends how much um, the games dominated his life um, around school and everything. I never had to deal with that. But I, I know I have friends whose sons didn't really have good friends at school, and that was their outlet was playing because they meant socialize with people on through the video games. But definitely appreciate that there's got to be, I guess, the line drawn in the sand, Joe, so that... Maybe it's an hour a day or whatever. And I know it must be difficult in the online gaming world, but yeah, he's too young an age to be addicted to that stuff. And my second comment is about your stop taking Adderall on the work days, which I think is a, a great idea as well. I just, uh, not a big fan of the use of Adderall for ADHD at the end of the day, because listen, you know, it's no different than taking methamphetamine or anything else to help you to focus, right? So I think it's probably better for probably some anxiety, and I get how you may have a problem focusing, but you know, if you're still working out like you used to work out in the morning, Joe, that should take the place of it. And the top of a good cup of coffee, and it won't be the same as taking an Adderall, no doubt about it, but I still think it's better for your health in the long run. So I'm very happy to hear that. I hope you and the family are doing well, and uh, talk soon. Well, thank you for that, Matt. Uh, it's great um, when you hear a regular person calling in that isn't like a troll type. It's just like a whole, it's a whole different tone when they're talking to you. And it's so fucking refreshing, Matthew. Um, yeah, yeah. Thank you for that advice. And, and I know Matthew cause he's called in a lot and he's been a fan for many years of all my podcasts and he's come to my live shows bunches of times and I've met him and he's a great guy. Um, he works in the pharmaceutical world. So he understands these uh these medications whereas these other guys are like dude bro hey bro you know what you need bro like if you're saying bro every eighth word i can disregard everything that you're saying to me <laughs> remember the great greg giraldo uh had a bit about that um what was it <laughs> it wasn't about bro it was another word let me think what it was remember giraldo who passed away Fucking amazing comedian. His was like, uh, not for nothing. That's what it was. If anyone says not for nothing, you can disregard anything they say after that. Unless it's like, not for nothing, checkmate. Or something like you're never going to hear, not for nothing, checkmate. <laughs> That's a great bit. Um, and it's just, bro, bro, sh shut up. I'm going to listen to Matthew um, when he calls in. So thank you for that. And the thing with my son, yeah, it was uh, it was it was dulling him. You could just see the look in his face. And when he's off it now, it's it's hard. You know, you wanna you wanna give him a little bit. But anyone who knows when you're addicted to something, including video games, it's so similar to drugs and alcohol. That's why people that when they stop trying to be an alcoholic or they stop trying to be a drug addict. What do they do? They never 
drink it again or they never have it again. So that's that's where it's really hard um, for him and and for me. Now that I say it with the Adderall, it's like if I'm going to just take it three days a week, it's very hard. It's a lot easier to never be on Adderall. But that's very hard, especially if I, you know, I have been doing construction three days a week. I will get injured if I go to a construction site and work with climbing ladders, um, you know, shooting nails in, using uh, drills to do all kind of stuff. I will hurt myself. And anyone who does construction knows that it's not like a little injury. Like you could fucking die as I fell off that ladder about a month ago. And I could have died from that. And that that was at, at my house. It wasn't even at the job. So that's the f- really big struggle of going off an Adderall because it helps you focus. It just brings you in. But then, you know, like the stand-up bit I, I've done for years about how everything that fixes something in your brain breaks something else. So th- th- that's really difficult. So the same with taking video games just a little bit away from my son. Um, it's going to be way harder for him. I even notice because this weekend we let him play. We let him have it back for the weekend. And then today I'm driving him to school. He's got to have his phone out in the car playing a video game for, as he says, it's just for two seconds. It's just for two seconds. He plays for like a minute and then shuts it off. But he can't not do that one minute. And it would be way easier for him to not do the one minute at all if he wasn't playing his his regular video games that he got back over the weekend. So that's what we run into. Okay, everybody? It makes so much sense. Uh, How much better is this podcast? Is it just me thinking it is? It feels so much better without doing the video. And uh, I just, I don't know. I just feel, I just feel a lot better. So I thank you guys for listening. This was a good one. It's in the can. We did a pretender to contender. No cameras. No cameras. Just audio. No more Patreon. We're just doing the audio of the podcast. Pretender to contender. It's still every Tuesday. Okay? Okay? You got it? Come and see me live. All right? The live gigs. I said them at the top of the show. June 26th, I'll be in Shemung, New Jersey. July 18th, I will be in in Stone Harbor, New Jersey at the Harbor Theater. July 23rd, I'll be at the Brook Theater in Boundbrook, New Jersey. All right? I'm just going to stick with those three gigs. That's what I'm plugging here. Go to JoeMatterEast.com if you want to come to any of those shows. I, 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 you got it? Come on out to those shows, everybody. So... I'm serious. Come out. Come out to those shows. And uh, I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You guys have a great, great, great rest of your your week, everybody. Okay? All right. Keep listening to the podcast. I love you guys. See you.